and uh, uh, we are now in 9 p.m. Uh, daily podcast uh, today, February 8th, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Hey, Brother Francis, are you ready for your topic? Yes. Okay. Uh, we are now online. So, I'm also recording. Uh, good evening to you all. Uh, this is Brother Francis, and uh, um, we're going to talk about the Mark of the Beast. And um, before we continue, uh, I just announced that uh, I'm going uh, to upload a copy of this recording in the file section of Pogeo End Time Series. And uh, before we begin, I'm just going to invoke a prayer. Lord, thank you for this short opportunity to share your word. Uh, a progressive revelation last days. I pray, Lord, that uh, you anoint everyone's uh, hearts and minds to hear your message. Uh, put your servant behind me. Cleanse him and make him worthy to carry thy word. And even those who are listening right now. Those who will be hearing this uh, podcast and all you. All these things you ask and pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, uh, um, today's uh, Mark of the Beast is something that many people miss. They miss the mark. So, uh, I mentioned before in my previous uh, broadcast that some would say it is the gathering together on Sunday. So that's the mark of the beast. Earlier Protestants might also have a literal mark, a tattoo on the forehead or in the hand. So that's their uh, mark of the beast. So um, today, uh, we had the microchip, and it was a teaching sometime before 2000. Until the year 2000, there were some frenzy about Y2K. So they accused the mark of the beast as the microchip. Then today, uh, present at present time, year, uh, year 2022, many Christian groups... Uh, say it is the vaccine because there is a conspiracy to change our dna so that we will be robots or or mindless waves uh, that will be controlled through the changing of our dna so those are the present day mark of the beast now, some end-time churches say the mark of the beast is a false teaching, like the Trinity or uh, the baptism of the Trinity. INC also says the mark of the beast is the sign of the cross. If the they're of course, it's the follower of the Catholic Church. When they make the sign of the cross, it's the sign of the forehead and in their in their hand. You, they use it to uh, by the uh, they use their foreheads and their hand. Okay, 
Now, uh, in, our, in our previous broadcast, I mentioned that the mark of the beast is just an alter ego of the seal of the Holy Ghost. Why did I say it is just an alter ego of the seal of the Holy Ghost? Because the seal of the Holy Ghost is also a mark. So we have, if you read Colossians, there is what we call the image of God, the image of Christ. Colossians 3.10, Colossians 1.15, Christ being the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creature. Then we have in chapter 3, mortify therefore the members of your body. It is referring to the, uh, the nature that is uh, the nature that is uh, ungodly, ungodly nature. Then he said, put on the new man, verse 10, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, image of God in Christ. So if there is an image of Christ, image of God, Genesis, there's also the image of the beast in the book of Revelation. That should give you a clue what is that mark? If there is an image of the beast, there is also the mark of the beast. If there's an image of God in Christ, there's also the mark of God in Christ, which is the seal of the Holy Ghost. If you read uh, the seal, the word seal in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, uh, chapter 4 verse 30, the word seal in Tagalog is the same word as it was used for the mark of the beast. Uh, tanda, tata. These two words, they, they, they're interchangeable. The word seal is not just a seal when you seal a soft drink or seal a letter. The word seal could also mean a mark. Like when you brand a cow that you own it, it's also a seal that it belongs to you. The seal and the image goes hand in hand. Image is how others see you. The seal is something hidden that is much deeper to understand. Now, denominations have interpreted the image of the beast in Revelation chapter 13 as some kind of an idol or statue or a robot. No, today's AI could be misunderstood as that. Uh, image to the beast. They could be partially correct, but that's not the ultimate image. Today's AI, artificial intelligence, could help us in many things. Uh, it's like a calculator, but in an advanced stage. It could decide for us when to plant crops, how to guide traffic, even in an algorithm to decide the sickness, to diagnose sickness, to operate on them, it helps humanity in many ways. But could this AI be used as a, a takeover of the world? Can this AI be used to rule the world? Yes, this AI can be used by wicked men. By wicked men. Can then AI became in, become independent? It's possible, but those are still decoys. I failed to mention. All those things I mentioned are decoys. Sunday fellowship service, 
uh, microchips, vaccines, or the sign of the cross. Those could be partially correct, but those could not be ultimately the mark. Those are not ultimately the seal. What is the image of the beast? Much the same. It is not some kind of robot, not some kind of statue. In the time of Nebuchadnezzar, the statue that he built, it was the image of Daniel. They forced, he forced everyone in his kingdom to bow down and worship that statue. That was a literal statue. And it foreshadows what will happen in Revelation 13. Anyone that will not worship the image will be apprehended, will be persecuted. That's Revelation 13. Now, the type in the Old Testament is not the same as literally here in the book of Revelation. I have previous videos on this. You can look it up. The image of the beast today is very similar, alter ego, counterpart of the image of God in Christ. It is what people see in you. So the image of the beast and the mark of the beast are both spiritual. They are not something physical or literal. They are something spiritual that identifies you, that can be seen in you. Like the image of God, the image of Christ can be seen in you. The nature, the, the things listed in my, uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, 2, 3. The works of the flesh, concupiscence, and many other vices and sinful acts of the flesh. Those are the image of the beast. So it's not something concrete. It is something abstract. It is something spiritual. Much the same as the image of the beast in this world. Uh, Brother Branham uh, preached that uh, the image of the beast was the World Council of Churches, the National Council of Churches, the ecumenical movement, the charismatic movement. And I will not uh, deny the truth of it, but it is something much bigger. The image of the beast today is like what animals, they're ignorant of God. Like a beast, you're ignorant of God's will. And you are deceived by the Antichrist. So I'm not, not yet re referred to any time, whether it's in dark ages, the church ages, the tribulation period. There's the spirit of the Antichrist. And the, even the people of the world, the spirit of the Antichrist does not necessarily have to be a Christian, although he's the closest to it. He could also be in, in another religion, in uh, even uh, one that, that does not believe in God. They're focused on this world. The image of the beast is something that manifests your basal instincts of man. Look at today's uh, commercial advertisements. Look at today's uh, movies and telenovelas stories even love stories uh, look at today's the schools our children our populace they no longer adhere to the sanctity of marriage 
you watch James Bond, they, they subliminally um, brainwash you that premarital sex is all right. Uh, relationships outside of marriage are all right. It's a subliminal um, brainwashing that you many never realize. Of course, Christ, uh, certain Christians, they try to hold on to that, but it's being eroded. Of course, the Christian church officially still have some, even the Catholic church still uh, nominally uh, adheres to the sanctity of marriage, but they don't have the power anymore having a form of godliness but denying the power you deny the power by denying the progressive word of god what is the image of the beast today it is a character nature of the world that does not know god want to believe in god or his progressive revelation so they may pretend to know god they may pretend to be godly but they have lost the power. And today's world, because of ignorance, they're heading to a, I will use the word singularity, same word, or they use for the Big Bang or the black hole or whatever, or for the AI takeover. The singularity is a point in time where it will come to a hilt and it will drastically affect. Of course, God will intervene. We believe the Bible, the prophecies. This singularity will come to a point in time. This world will reach the brink of the end. And I'm talking about the image of the beast. It will manifest itself in the form of these politicians, this world governments trying to usher in a peace and safety against terrorism, against natural calamities, against famine, hunger, inequalities. They are the image of the beast. The world view, the world perspective, they accept the LGBT community. They are more tolerant than what the Bible says. It's a counterpart version of the millennium, the re millennial reign of Christ. There will be a counterpart vision. They will strive to have peace, uh, to preach peace and safety. It will be led by the Pope. So this image of the beast is what you see outwardly, uh, which tolerates sin, uh, homosexuality, and many other things. So the image of the beast will come to a head and to, to the point of time where everything will manifest themselves as the prophesied in Revelation chapter 13. Unless you worship the image of the beast, you will be apprehended. Now, worshiping the image of the beast is the worldview. Now, let's talk about the mark of the beast. So, the image of the beast is a earthly, worldly, secular uh, uh, humanism here on earth that, it, that goes against the message of God. That it does not exactly equate with the Bible. Some are similar, some are not. Certain churches are con are converted through this because 
certain churches um, are involved in good governance. Their focus is no longer about the spiritual uh, conversion. Their message is just repeating about Jesus Christ is Lord, accept him as your personal savior. But the rest of their message goes about goes to the kingdom, about this earthly, worldly government. So I'm not against Christians helping out in the government. But if your message is only on to that point, then you have missed the continuity of God's message. They avoid the message about prophecy about the end times. That's the mark. That's the that's the image of the beast. That's the image of the beast. This ignorance. How animals do not recognize God; they only recognize men. That's the image of the beast. We are like beasts. Uh, Ecclesiastes: We shall die like beasts. So. What about the mark? Mark is something much deeper. Remember, we have the seal of God. The seal of God is something that uh, we have that makes us the child of God. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse uh, 13, uh, we heard the truth and we trusted the truth. I use another term. In my previous broadcasts, the seal, one of manifestation of the seal of God is being Berean. That means to say, since he loves the word, he loves the truth about God, he substantiates the word of God. He substantiates the truth because that's the commandment of God. The commandment of God is to prove all things. You do not leave anything to chance. You don't just spoon feed from your pastor. You're no longer, you're not supposed to be a baby forever. You should grow in the knowledge and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And being barren is part of that growth because you would know how to humble yourself before others and take note of their evidences whether those things were so. So, the seal of God is this characteristic of walking in further light because he is buried in the eyes of God. He is sealed by the Holy Spirit because he does not have any bias. He does not have any partisanship. He loves Jesus Christ exclusively through his word and exclusively through his word. If any man claims any, any explanation from the word, he will substantiate. He will not immediately judge whether it's right or wrong. Today's churches, I'm going to show you the mark of the beast in today's churches. It's either they reject outright if it comes from outside their local congregation, and they will spoon feed everything that comes from their own denomination or congregation or from their own leader or those approved by their leader. 99% of today's churches have the mark of the beast because they are not yet united with the word of God by being buried. They're not yet objective. They're still biased. We can say they could still be sealed by the Holy Ghost, but at the, in, in this moment, they are still foolish virgins or they are still babies. They're spirit, still spiritual babies. Now, if you don't grow in the right rate of growth, then for the moment, you are wicked. 
you have this mark of the beast. Daniel chapter 12, the wise shall understand, but the wicked shall not understand. If you refuse to understand, then you are manifesting the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is something that is in your heart, in your soul. The image of the beast is something that manifests outward. So, going back to the mark of the beast today, today, not yet in the tribulation period. It is just being Nicolaitan. It's just being closed to the word, even though you do not appear to be doing so. You could appear to be Berean to others, but in reality, you're close-minded. You know it in your heart, but you may not realize it's against God's will. It's not the seal of God. Some would reason out that to protect their flock, they must close their minds. They must not check out their evidences. If that will go on permanently, I would say they have been marked by the beast. Marked by this wicked one. The wicked shall not understand because they no longer understand. They live in a world of illusion. A make-believe world that others are in error, but they just don't know how to prove it. They just believe their pastor or friend or brethren do not listen to that person. That person, they are in error. Do not check out their evidences in the Bible anymore. Okay, Brother Francis, uh, we don't have much time left. Uh, we have uh, 10 minutes or 9 minutes for question and answer. We will ask the audience here to ask question about your topic. If, uh, if anyone wants to ask, uh, we will give you at least one question each person in the audience because we have uh, we don't have much time uh, we have only eight minutes uh, if you don't have any question i will uh, give to brother francis to continue his topic <laughs> okay um if you don't have any Hopefully questions yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i i just lost connection uh, i will be time for a question after uh, i have uh seven minutes yeah you have okay, seven minutes 22 minutes here yeah okay. so the mark of the beast today it's just being closer and it's not easy to be Berean nowadays because of the jungle of different doctrines, even major doctrines. Although it's not very hard to prove it out, it may still take some time for you to prove from the scriptures. If you are sealed by the Holy Ghost, then you will endure, you will have that perseverance to do so. Those have have short fuses, those who are still close-minded, those who are, are still lukewarm, they are not yet sealed because if you're sealed, you would hunger and thirst for the, the food in due season, the message of the art, the progressive revelation. If you hear something new, you would want to take time to verify and prove it. And if it's biblical, you want to apply it in your life. 
Now let's fast forward to the tribulation period. God will do everyone a favor in the tribulation period. Because being buried in the tribulation period would, would not necessarily have you to prove all Sir Francis, are you there? I think your mic is all, uh, muted. Someone press the mic. Yeah. Okay, I've uh, established the mic. Okay, so in the tribulation period, the the mark of the beast will be how you view the two prophets. Would you be deceived by the world? If they say that these two are terrorists, these two are just troublemakers, these two are causing all our earthly, worldly problems of calamities because uh, uh, and uh, technologies nowadays could afford you to cause an artificial pandemic, uh, pestilence, famine, earthquakes, weather engineering. Uh, we don't have much time to study, but you can Google it. There is this way of artificially making earthquakes, artificially uh, changing the weather, making calamities, tsunamis, hurricanes. Are there technologies that can cause uh, an asteroid uh, strike? Everything is now possible. Are there? Are there? biological biochemical warfare that is available today that will cause many to die in the sea and the fish to die and they turn it to, to red to red blood to the, for the ships to fail the two prophets will be accused of this kind of terrorism because the two prophets themselves are prophesying that prophesying that in effect the trumpet judgments the tribulation and the whole world will be rallied by the Pope to condemn the two prophets as the one causing the trouble. They don't believe that their prophecies comes from God. Of course, their God is the peace and safety. But the two prophets are destroying the peace and safety. The mark of the beast in the tribulation period is how you would view the two prophets. And it doesn't have to be... You don't have to be a mature Berean to see that these two are from God if you love the Bible. So there will be coming from many denominations, from Catholics, Protestants, Pentecostals, Oneness, Orthodoxes, even Muslims. Uh, even in the end time message, those who will be left behind the end time message. Many will come there to realize this is fulfillment of prophecy even seventh-day adventists Jehovah's witnesses there will be a certain group that will come together in this knowledge that these two are from god and these two are are not uh, terrorists as the world has claimed and they will give their lives for testifying for them that is the mark that is the seal of god 
in the tribulation period that will show you do not have the mark of the beast. How you will you be apprehended? You cannot buy or sell without the mark. Because not having the mark is by testifying. Revelation 12, 11. Uh, Revelation 20, verse 4. By the word of their testimony. They were not apprehended because they didn't have vaccine cards. They didn't have the microchip to buy or sell. Or they attended a Saturday Sabbath meeting. They will be apprehended because they will testify for God. For these two prophets. As they testify for God for these two prophets. Then they could not buy or sell because they will be apprehended and they will be put in prison. That's Matthew chapter 25. There will be those put in prison uh, during the tribulation period. So read that Matthew chapter 25, verse 37 to 36. My time is almost up, so I'm going to give a closing prayer for this. And then we can proceed to the question and answer portion. It's almost uh, 29 minutes. Okay. So we'll continue this next time or depending on how you ask a question. Lord, thank you for this short uh, podcast about this message about the mark of the beast. I hope it enlightens each and every one of us and give us hunger and thirst for righteousness sake. Um, give us this uh, thirst for revelation and give us this Berean spirit of repentance from ignorance so that we may know that we are your children sealed by the holy ghost lead us to all truths from the mundane to the deep mystery that you have in store for us all these things we ask and pray in the mighty name of jesus christ amen